Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Knicks makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary! And the final play! Sports happens. Talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Cuny, Salicata back on The Fan. We'll do a lot of football the next couple of days leading up to the ultimate game Sunday, BT. Super Bowl is finally here. We'll discuss it over the course of the next couple of days. Ugh, yeah, been fun. Time. Yeah, exactly. Been fun talking about the Knicks, the Mets. The Yankees and everything else. Actually, we we do need to at some point get into the Giants stuff. I know we talked about this off the air, but we haven't uh, done it on the show yet. As far as the Giants coaching situation, we did mention the Rex stuff today, which is interesting. Rex interviewing as a defensive coordinator with the Cowboys. But the landscape of the NFC East, we could do that maybe in the coming days. Landscape of the NFC East is interesting now. Will Dan Quinn in Washington, Kingsbury in Washington, will Caleb Williams force his way there? Yeah. What does that mean for the Giants? Where Eagles had at- changes to their staff. Sirianni retained. Everybody else gone. Eagles and Cowboys clearly better than the Giants as is. Yeah. The one team they were better than. And I think the Giants will be better. But still, I mean, they need a quarterback. Washington in a better position to get that quarterback. I mean, they, they, you could argue the Giants are the worst team in the in the NFC East. Think think about this. There are, let me see. Salah's obvious. What the worst head coach in the no, league? Well, I wasn't even going there. I, I I didn't even think you were joking. I, I was being serious. I hear you. Dable. Yeah. If the Jets and the Giants do not have good seasons, Salah is obviously gone. And. I would think Dable's gone too because I think then they make a massive push for Belichick. And you boom. actually think that'll happen? I, do. Huh? I mean, depending if it's eight and nine, bad. No, I mean if it's six and eleven, yeah. Well, I'm, I, I do. Meant, I meant more. I I agree that if they fail miserably, Dable because of the rift with the coaching staff this year, because of everything else, I just I feel like now it's more realistic than I would have thought, even if they had a bad year next year. Yeah, no, I get that. I'm I mean, just, what does it take a young quarterback and struggle? Is that going to be? I. I well, that would that's why I need to see the optics. And I, I do think that they will take the quarterback, maybe more than some. Not everybody agrees. That's fine. But, uh, yeah, if you get the young kid, he shows progress, then obviously you want Dable to stay. There, there's a few variables. So, but all I'm doing is saying that there's a chance within the next year, there's one, two. I would think that the Nets job could open, three. I mean, Cashman's got a job for life. But if this completely falls apart, do you rule out? I mean, falls apart. You like, rule out like, the, like if Rodon's a complete wins again, no, no worse than that. If Rodon's a complete stiff, if Soto bolts, 
if Verdugo hits 239, uh, if Volpe shows no progress. I, I, again, mm. these are all things I don't expect to happen. At least mo- Rodon could right. be a mess. Uh, the but bullpen's they could happen. leaky. That's the point. Yeah, I mean, uh, is it completely nuts to think that that you know Cashman could at some point be released? There could be some some changes. That's well, all I'm saying. Well, how about the this? Team. At the very least, if that does happen, I think they're going to make a change in manager. I'm yeah. not saying I would or yeah, they yeah, should. Yeah. I agree with that. But at the very least, probably. And what if the Knicks were to get bumped in the first round? Like fully healthy Knicks team. Now you can. Make the case either way. I would still support Tom Thibodeau. They would be absolute idiots if they did yeah. that. For who? I mean, unless you got like a Spolstro. Actually, just got that crazy deal. No, I, I, I'd have to see the candidate. I really like Tom Thibodeau. But to say this that there's not a better coach or two... I think he's living in the uh, moment a little bit. I'm, I, listen, I'll roll with Tom Thibodeau yeah, in the next I'm going, five years. I'm, I'm riding this with Tibbs. Uh, first round ouster. They lose in five games and they're healthy. Understood. Let's see what Sal is saying yeah. the day after they get bounced. I, I know, but I also think at times you, you shouldn't make a change just because you're reacting. I, I get it. He got outcoached badly by Spolster last year against the Heat. Now, most people do. I'm, I'm, hey, you know what? I'm not even trying to turn this into yeah. anti. I love I Tom Thibodeau. No, I know. I'm thrilled he's here. I respect him. And we're in good hands. All right, but anyway, your I'm point just, is that just the whole conversation. We can about, have a new, I mean, two you know, new football head coaches: I mean, Kasala, Dable, Joe Douglas, obviously, Cashman, and or Boone. I mean, the net situation is is very much up in the air. It could be a lot of change. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it could be some change. Yeah. Well, we know this: the Jets and Giants couldn't be further away yeah. from the Super Bowl, unfortunately. BT and Sal on the fan eight seven seven three three seven. 66-66. We've been talking Mets and leadership off of the Brandon Nimmo comments. Joey is calling from Long Beach. What's up, Joey? Yes, hey, guys. How are you, Joey? Uh, good afternoon. Hi, Joe. Hey, I I think I have a player who checks off all the boxes that you guys uh, are sounding off for the Mets. And um, it's, it's someone who's gone through, the, I think, the most adversity um, that I've ever known as a professional. And uh, I, don't, I don't know personally, but just reading... It's Starling Martek, mm. and he's in the clubhouse. He's not shallow. And I think no one in the clubhouse would, would look past anything he has to say. And I, I just wanted to hear your thoughts about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Marte, obviously, he's been through a lot in his personal life. Uh, you know, what, what happened with his wife and, and, you know, trying to recover from that, which is just a totally different. Like, mm-hmm. we're talking about sports here. That's actually real-life stuff. So I don't think anybody would uh, would not have respect for Starling Marte both as a player and certainly as a man, yep. I, I don't think he's. I don't think he cares to be the leader on this team. Now, remember, the, here's the here's the I guess fundamental issue or the root of the issue. A lot of guys may have the ability to lead and they don't care to. Like we mentioned before with Piazza or Carlos Beltran in particular. Yep. Some guys think they're a leader or want to be a leader and don't have it, and I think that's the problem here. Is where. The Mets have a guy who their best player, arguably, but let's just say for argument's sake, Pete Alonso, their best player, thinks he's the leader, wants to be the captain, wants to be the Mets version of Aaron Judge, and is just not aware enough to realize he's not. That's the problem here, which then prevents Nimmo, the actual leader of this team, from taking the full reins. That's the problem. What kind of leader do you think Carmelo Anthony was? I don't think Melo was a leader. He's another guy who I think he thought he was a leader. But that's, where, that's where I was going. Because the numbers were there. All-time score, Pete. All-time home run mm-hmm. hitter. Uh, I I do think Pete's in good shape. Uh, is he in peak physical condition like Marte or Judge? I don't think Similar so. Similar to Melo. Similar to Melo. But I feel like they're different personalities, too. 
Like, I don't think that Pete cares about the stuff that comes with right. being the guy. I, don't, I, think I Pete... don't think it's I don't think his intentions or his motivation is to just soak up the adulation. Mello was selfish. Mello was Pete, that was Mello's thing. I don't believe Pete is selfish. Me neither. Certainly not to that level. No way. Mello was all about Mello. Mm-hmm. It was everybody else's fault. Never his. Yep. If anything, Pete's the other way in that he puts a lot of the onus on him and, and wears it more than he should. And again, I think that that's some with maturity. But yeah, I like the comp in that Mello thought he was the leader mm-hmm. and thought he was some great Nick. He's not. Nope. Pete is a great Met. The the issue is the leadership. I think he thinks he's the leader and captain. He's not. Patrick is calling from East Hanover. What's up, Patrick? What's going on, Patty? How's it going, guys? How are you, Patrick? Good to talk to you. So when you first started off with this whole Nimmo being the leader thing, I thought you were a little, a little crazy. But then I did a, a little dive on championship teams where the leader was kind of like the fifth best player on the team. Because mm-hmm. that's, you know, I mean, if the Mets are going to be a championship team, that's what it has to be. If, if Nimmo's one of your top dogs, he's just not talented enough. Right, yep. and we've yep. acknowledged he's not the best player on the team. He's right. not right now, and they need to get even better players than what they have. I want to hear some of these examples. Right. So, what, what did you come up with so there, I, Patrick? Well, I did a deep dive in okay. the recesses of my really tiny brain here. <laughs> and as a Yankee fan, it pains me to say it, Jason Veritek. Yeah, right. he was a huge. Yeah, that, okay, that's a good one. That's a very good but one. I think that's all. That's all. But that's all I got. Well, okay. Well, so, how deep of a dive? You came up with one team, dude. How yeah, deep well, is the dive? Yeah, that's my point. <laughs> well, my point well, is that's the outline. No, <laughs> it's not. Hold on, Pat. Don't don't hang up on me, Pat. No, I, more. I, don't, I don't know no, that no. it's the outlier. Think about this. I mean, who was the Yankees' leader during the dynasty? Well, they had Jeter. Okay, no, I, was, I know. He's the first talent. Right, but he was the most talented player on the team. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Well, no, was Bernie, he? well Bernie was very right. talented. Too. The point okay. being, I... I the top three. Well, yeah, for sure. I thought Posada was a great leader. I thought O'Neal, I know Girardi caught the first two, but after that, obviously. Uh, I thought O'Neal was an emotional leader. I thought Tino was a great night-to-night leader. So Sabathia, a good leader, 2009. Yeah, oh, Sabathia. About as good a leader right. as you could be as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. The Veritech one is very good. You go back to the 86 Mets, it was obviously key. To go back to the 2009 Yankees, it would have been CC. Uh, A-Rod as a player, CC as a, as a presence. You know, I mean, Veritek's good. I think there's other examples, though. I do. I'd have to really rack my brain. I think I would come up with the, some. The point is you don't need to be the best player to be a leader. The problem is not that. That's not the issue where, oh, the Mets don't have their best player as being a leader. The problem is their best player thinks he's the leader and wants to be the captain. And I respect that. I would want to be too. But he doesn't have those character traits that Nimmo does. Nimmo is the natural leader. Like, Nimmo probably wants to hit 50 home runs a year too. Guess what? He doesn't have it. Pete Alonso does. Why is Nimmo the natural leader? I know he plays hard, but why? It's not that. It's the way he carries himself, the stuff that he says. He's selfless. It's always about the team for the betterment of the team. And again, while you could individually maximize your earnings, I would never take that away from anybody. I want Pete to get the most money possible. I hope he gets $300 from somebody. I don't think it's going to be the Mets, nor do I think that that would be responsible. But for his sake... Go get $300 million if you feel like you're worth it. Same mm-hmm. with Brandon Nimmo. Nimmo, it wasn't like Nimmo said, yeah, I want to be a Met, but he also wanted the most money. They were shopping him around. He had other offers. I remember Colorado was yeah, up the there. Yeah, the Mets had to go. Right, there was some thought about maybe want to go, go home Go back home because he's Wyoming. Yeah. Okay, so the Mets had to go the extra year. They didn't really think he was, you know, obviously they knew they were overpaying, and they wanted to do it because of everything that Brandon Nimmo 
bring to the table, not just him as a player. Did they overpay? Sure, but they got a chance to keep him. So Nimmo maximizes earnings, but he's a selfless player. He's about the team. I'll give you a good example. It's not a championship team, although he was on it, but Brett Gardner, I think, inarguably, I know he didn't play last year, but I'd say the last five or six years of Brett Gardner's career, he was the leader on the Yankees. He was the leader. Right. Nowhere near the best player no, on the team. a lot like Nimmo. Right. Yeah, Gardner a couple well, years. Well, I mean, Nimmo's well, a better player well, than Gardner. Yeah, yeah, he is, but, well, Gardner was well, a better set of field. Well, come on, what? Dude. We're going to start busting. Get I the stats up. Hold on. Uh, let's come do it. on now. No, let's do it. This is an old pull, school Mike and Chris thing here. Let's go. We, pull pull Th- this that out the This reminds me of Brady. Just get it. I'm telling you, Mike and Chris had an argument one time because I called in. I was on hold while they were doing it. Uh-huh. Brady Anderson, dog goes, Brady Anderson, I think, is a better center fielder than Bernie Williams. And Mike's like, oh, Well, the dog, one year he was, though. Dog, he hit the 51 on. home runs. The yeah. Home runs but, I mean, was... who's a better player? That's Brady Bernie. Anderson. Right. So, anyway, point is, dude. Okay, Brandon, no, no. I, I, a better player I, okay, than I'm, I'm saying that he, he could be, all right? But I think you are sleeping. Come on, Big now. time. Are, do you have the stats up? Yeah, go ahead. You got right, Gardner? For some reason, my fingers aren't typing properly okay. here. You pull up Gardy. I, I got Gardy. I got my guy. You got yours. Yeah. All right. Brett Gardner. Gardner's a good player. Oh, appreciate the concession. Yes, he was a good player. He's just not Nimmo's level. I'm Come not on. saying he's quite like Nimmo. And I'm not saying Nimmo's Bernie Williams either, but yeah, Nimmo's a good you. offensive player. Um. All right. No, no, I'm not, not going to win this one. But I just yeah, think okay. that you're, well, you're yeah, sleeping no, no, on No, no, no. No, you want to pull up the numbers? Well, Go okay, ahead. Well, it depends what you're looking Wait, for. What's the OPS? All right, how many career stolen bases does Brandon Nimmo have? 11? 20, 26. What's, okay. What's the, what's the He's OPS? He's got basically 300, Brett Gardner. OPS? No, no, 300 what's the, steals. What's the OPS? How many runs does he have? Oh, how, give how many me, runs? Give does, me the well, OPS. I'm, I'm going to give you the things that fit my criteria. Otherwise, Brandon, I'm not going to win. All right, what, what is Brett Gardner? What's his high career? His high uh, run total? scored? Yeah. In, he had, in, in succession, he had 94, 96, 95, mid 90s. Just uh, sniff at 100 a couple Nimmo, times. What, what was Nimmo? 102, 2022. How many times? He did it 102. He did it once. Okay, but below that, now yeah. you got to give me a sequence. Oh, he, did of years. he had 89 last oh, year, and he's just getting going. Nimmo Gardner's uh, got a full career here. Uh, oh, okay, okay. What's the most? Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're gonna get to uh, a I'm about to pressure. Stop. Uh, let's see here. I'm not gonna win the OPS well, battle. Why, no, I want to know what it is. The Homer, give me something. Homer. What's Ridley's? the most triples that Nimmo's ever had? I know oh, Nimmo's Jesus, actually pretty good. We're going to triples. <laughs> Nimmo led the league in triples in 2022. So did Brett Gardner. How many? Ten. He had seven. Oh, he followed up last year with six. Advantage Dude, me. This, this is a bad one for you. How many homers total career? Uh, more or, than you think. Or give me the high for what was the season? Twenty eight. Okay, that's a good season. Oh, yeah, you didn't think that was coming. No, no, what was his no, side? Twenty three. Well, no, he had twenty eight a couple years ago. Yeah, you also did Yankees. You know, he had twenty four last 24. year. Twenty four. Twenty four last year. All right. Yeah, Nimmo. I mean, uh, Garden also played at Yankee Stadium. Oh, that's a power number. He's a short high ribbies. To what, what's the high ribbies? Uh, it's a leadoff man. What's the high ribbies? Yeah, no, so is Nimmo. Uh, 74. Okay, Nemo 64. Oh, and then six, advantage Brett. It's going better than I thought. Then, yeah, 64 oh. and then 68. Okay. Uh, by the way, short career. What was, seriously, what yes. is Gardner's career batting average? Uh, I, I can't tell. There's a little blemish on my, uh, yeah. my laptop. Is it over 250? Quite. Uh, yes. Okay, what are we at? 256. Okay. What uh, are you at? 274. Uh, that's, that's a big advantage. Uh, excuse me, two, 270. hit 274, though, two years in a row. All right. But it's 270. Uh, and then give, give, give me the – this is where, obviously, Nimmo excels. Give me the OPS. Now, to be fair, Brett, I will. To be fair, Brett hung on till probably mm-hmm. two years more than he should. He had 223 and 222 back-to-back at the age of 36, 37, 38, whatever. And he, was, and he, he should not have been playing yeah. every day, and a lot of times he was. What do you need, OPS? Yeah, come on. You're going to crush me Get on to this. it. 740. 
828 yes. for Brandon Nemo. You have a war there? But how come every time I bring up OPS with Pete, you, you, you I say OPS is important? I don't really like OPS, uh, but in this case, it comes in handy. Where is the, the war on the baseball yeah. reference? Top of the page. Oh, under that's right, his top career. of the page. Um, under his bio there. Career summary. How many gold gloves uh, does uh, your boy have, by wait, the way? Wait, does it, does it show career war or just that? Uh, hold on, where is the I've war? got war. I don't have. Oh, I've got I've got career. Where is it? It's right beneath his bio. The that, picture, all that stuff. Go oh, to, yeah, go to yeah, summary. yeah, I see it. I see it. Yeah, career war. Let's uh, go. I have a few more questions. Yeah. No, no, no. I get to that. I want to get to the career I'll war. give you the war. Does uh, Has your boy won a gold glove, yes or no? No. Okay. Has your boy won a World Series, yes or no? No. Okay. Not yet. Uh, what's the war? Where are we at? Oh, give me, give me Garner's career. Why do I have to give you mine first? Give me Garner's 44. career. 44.3. Get the hell out of here. I swear to God. 44.3? Yeah. What's, what's, what's Nimmo's? Career war is 21. All right, dude. That's bull crap. But no, so I win. War, what is it He's good for? He's doubling the war. Get out of here. Oh, now the war doesn't matter. That it's doesn't matter. I was just curious what it was. I got to tell you, Sal, yeah. I won't quite claim like declarative win. No, that's a win for you Nimmo. You definitely didn't do as well as you thought you were going to no, do Nimmo's, Nimmo's a better player. Uh, yeah, you hit but but the... by what metrics? Yeah, by, by the ones we just Not gave by you. war. OPS, OBP. <laughs> what was his OBP, Gardner? His what? On base. You sound like a nerd, OBP. Just say on base. Yeah. Don't say OBP. Yeah. You sound like a geek. That is true. <laughs> three, I don't do these stats. 342. Okay, 380. Yeah. Nimmo's a better player. Uh, okay, but is is he Come really, on. though? What's his war? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, BT and Sal on the fan. Bob is in Avon, New Jersey. What's up, Bob? Hey, guys. Good show. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things with leadership, and I think the things that we see, like, when teams aren't winning, whether it be a game or a streak, the, the leadership can come or, organically and someone who has passion and, and drives and never quits, you know? It's the guy, it's not necessarily the guy who's going who's gonna to win you every game or based on stats. It's the guy who picks the team up. It's a guy who shows he cares, a guy who never quits. And, uh, you know, that that's when – Leadership becomes contagious, or that passion becomes contagious, yeah. and I think that's what's missing from a lot in baseball. I mean, you, you sit there, you look in the dugout when the Mets are down three runs, and nothing's happening. You know, well, it's, and and yeah. you want somebody to be that spark plug, especially in the era now of the soft-handed management. Yeah, you know, when guys yeah, are just being more managing by numbers and diplomacy. You know? That's a good yeah, because back in the day, Billy Martin could smash something, or Whitey Herzog can curse up a storm, or Jim Leland, or Lou Pinella, Dallas Green managed both the Yanks and the Mets. I actually understand that. All right, so here's the problem with that. Baseball just doesn't lend itself to that kind of emotion. I mean, yeah, we did. We definitely did, did it in high school. We even did it in college. But, like, we were chirping in the dugout, cheering each other on, you know. But you don't do that as a pro. You know, you, say, Yo, you, know, you, you give a little, what, Joe? That's it. You have to uh, start doing a chant. Well, I'm sorry, like you BT. do when you're eight, you know, eight years old, like we do. I'm sorry, BT. I have to interrupt you. Very distracted you. here. Something's no, happening. No, no. Well, what? Dove just. I want to clarify something because I, I admit I'm not the greatest with the stats and the war stuff. Dove, yeah. do you want to just alert? Uh, well, BT? I know. He's good, but can I guess? Hold on. Can I guess? Can you want to? Can, just I, can I guess? Yeah. Okay. So because Brandon, it's career cumulative because Brandon mm. Nimmo's career is just about roughly. Well, right. it's more than halfway done. Well, he's um, thirty. He's only thirty. Well, uh, he's thirty-one. How, how long did Gardner play? He played till he's thirty-seven. Okay, so we got How seven. How many years more, has Nemo played? Seven more years. He's played eight years. I okay, think. so yeah, you're career. Okay, so what you're going to tell me is by the time, you, and, and you might be right, that by the time he hangs it up, it's going to be more than the 44.3 you know, war. Is this what you were going to yeah, say? Yeah, I, I knew something okay. wasn't adding up, and then Dove alerted me. Go ahead, Dove. Tell me what you were saying here about war. But like BT just said, it accumulates over time. If right. you play more, you have a higher war. 
Thank you. Unless you regress Thank to the you. player, then you have a lower war. Thank you. It didn't which make, is also it a possibility. Yeah, it didn't make sense. I'm looking at it like, there's no way. I don't way. know. Maybe when they put that C on his chest, that C's too heavy to bear. He forgets how to play ball and that war drops. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way he had that much of a, a better oh, war. Yeah. Whatever just, the hell that is. <laughs> I was trying More. to slide that one by you. I'm like, he's not catching on. This is a you knew that? Well, I knew it was career, but I also, to be fair, because I do like Nimmo, and he is a good player, very good. You know, I knew that, like, you could have extrapolated that out and pushed back, right? And challenged me, but to. you didn't. So I wasn't going to do it yeah, for well, you. I don't even see it. Why would I make? Why would I help? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Your argument. Can't, where is the place for individual seasons war? Do they have that on there? I'm know. sure they do uh, somewhere. Dove, I mean, one, no, Dove, no. Dove seems to be well, liking I mean, I uh, could the, see the war digging here. Let's yeah. go. Anyway, point is, uh, Nimmo was a better player. Yeah, BT and that. Sal on the fan. <laughs> More of your calls on the other side. Call of the day as well coming up when we come back. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Call of the Day with Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata on The Fan. Today's Call of the Day is brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda. Matt is calling from Morristown. What's up, Matty? You guys have one of the COVID... Uh, temperature guns you can put to Sal's head to see if it says 107 with this take about Brandon Nimmo. He had 600 at-bats last year, and he hit 23 home runs, and he hit 274. You could read stats. Congratulations. Holy cow, Matt, you did it. Call of the day. He can read stats. Congratulations, Matt Morristown. You're the winner. Listen to me. 
you shouldn't even be talking right now. They should, you should, they should put you in the timeout room in the corner for this take about. Brendan Nimmo is an okay baseball player that plays a good center field. Look around the league; everybody has really good hitters all over. Yeah, the I know. You could read stats. Field. There are better numbers. Like, That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about stats. Do you have an opinion on Nimmo being a leader or not? Well, that's what we're talking about. Bye, Matt. Thank you for the call. Oh, that was a great call, of course, to start the show early on. Who cares if he's a leader? Look, you can say that he's not the leader. You could say that you think somebody else is, in fact, the leader. I I think you need a leader. Now, you could also minimize the importance of that. I believe it's imperative that a team has a true leader to help them through the tough times, to show them the way to show maturity and growth as a team, what it takes to win. Now, obviously, Nemo hasn't won anything here, but I, I firmly believe that of the group, look, it should be Lindor. I just don't think he's the guy for whatever reason. And Nemo is shown to be that guy publicly. I think he's shown that on the field, off the field. For me, he's got to be the leader. And I just worry about the presence of Alonzo, who thinks he may be the leader of the captain, getting in his way. You know, we've been bouncing around a little bit today from Mm -hmm. some of the great leaders, you know, whether it's Mess, whether it's Keith Hernandez, to leaders who thought they were leaders but didn't really qualify, somebody like Carmelo. Who's the leader of these Knicks? I mean, is is there any question it's Brunson? I don't know. I don't um, verbally. I don't think he is. I mean, it, that's why I'm asking. I mean, I know in terms of setting the tone. Yeah, I think it's work Brunson. ethic. I mean, I, I I do too. I mean, there are other guys. See, I think Randall's I, a big leader. Yeah. Well, I mean, Lander, uh, Randall was the leader. I mean, it was his team a few years ago. You know, taking him the four seed before losing to Atlanta. Yeah. I think Brunson is the guy. Also, it is a different setup where Tibbs is a clear leader. Like it's different yep. in baseball and basketball, or certainly at least with this particular head coach. Mm-hmm. Tibbs is is the true leader of the team. The way Riley was back then, or even Van Gundy, maybe less Van Gundy, but Riley was the leader of the Knicks. You yeah, could say I that Oakley. I, I was watching Tibbs's the presser last night. Yeah, he is. He does. He is like the last remnant of yeah. authority. He's he's old school. He so is. Man. I think he's their leader. I think Brunson. I think Rand. I think they have a bunch. Even Josh Hart. I was going like to say that. Josh too. Yeah. Yeah. Like yep. they, they have a bunch of different guys. I, I do think you need that though in sports, and I think the Mets need it in particular. Remember, we're talking about a team. I don't want to use the word collapse, but however you want to describe it. They blew that division that was theirs. Yep. They had to win one measly game in Atlanta against a team who wasn't that much better than they were. They weren't getting swept better. And the Mets had their pitchers lined up for that series. All you had to do was win one game two years ago, and you would have won the division. And maybe history changes because... History's not changed. The rosters are so different. No, no, but I'm saying you don't play the Padres in the first round. Who knows what could have happened that yeah, particular year. I see what you're saying. They were lined up. The Mets were one of the best teams in baseball that year. They had the horse at the top of the rotation healthy. DeGrom and Scherzer were healthy. They didn't get the job done in Atlanta. They didn't get the job done in the postseason against the Padres, and they never recovered from that. So we're talking about a team similar to the team that did collapse in 2007. That core, it never recovered, and they waited too long to change it. I don't think this core is good enough, and I want to see a leader come of it and show some maturity here. And I think the clear guy to me is Brandon Nimmo. You know what I'd love to see? And we won't see this. We will not be privy to this. I would love to see... Mendoza's opening speech to his team down in Port St. Lucie. Very curious. God, yeah, but he's another question mark. Well, all due respect. Well, but. I mean, yeah, everybody is a question mark when you, you know, ascend to a role that you've never been to. It's first time. I understand that. When you moved to middays, you were a question mark. Yeah, well, when I, no, you were. No, nah, but a little bit less no, than. No, but you were. When I came over from CBS Sports Radio, I was a question mark. Yeah, but we've. 
We've at least done it at this level. I know it is different. You know what I'm saying? I yes, but he's now in control of the whole. I, I know what you're saying. You know, like is he assertive? Does he defer? Is it a little combination yeah. of both? Is it? Is, well, he's going to uh, be learning. Put it this way: he's going to be learning. Well, that's where Gibbons comes in. Right. That's why I love the hire. Gibby's a no nonsense. Give it on this round. Buck talked about that. Buck talked about that yesterday. I like I get that. it. I, but it, there's still an unknown there. Andrew is calling from Shirley. What's up, Andrew? Hey guys, thanks for having me on. Okay. How are you, Andrew? Um, I'm going to clear it up, you know, all up for you guys, even though you kind of answered the question yourselves without realizing it. Uh, every time you guys look for examples, oh, who was the leader on this championship team and who was the leader on this, and then all of a sudden you find yourself listing off four or five guys. That's the whole point. There is no, there's not supposed to be one definitive leader in every aspect on this team. Pete is a leader in his own right. Nimmo is a leader in his own right. The problem is, it's when you mix the different personalities, how does it mesh as a whole team? You can't be the one clear leader when you bat once out of nine guys, you know what I mean, and get five at-bats through the entire, uh, the entire game at best and be like, well, that's the clear leader, even though there's so many other things going on. You could be the leader that pushes guys that hustle. That's Nimmo. You could be the guy that corrals, you know, the leader that corrals the defense that you never, ever, you know, give half, um, you know, half effort. Uh, type defensive, uh, you know, whatever, effort on that mm-hmm. sense, and you're always going to look for the guy. Maybe that's Lindor, or it should be. Pete is the guy that says, put the camera on me, and I want us to go, you know, win everything, rah, rah. I'm going to lead by example with my power. That's fine. The real problem is that Pete came into the scenario saying, hey, uh, go save this franchise. And he wanted to be that guy. And then the, the organization didn't really build up that lineup to kind of help his effort. You want to use the Braves as an example. Yeah, you don't want to know why Austin Riley and Matt Olsen can be really be calm, cool, and collected when they're doing this thing because they got the Cunhas around them and that if they strike out, it's not, well, the lineup's screwed now. You know what I mean? Somebody else can go pick up the bat with their talent. So Yeah, but individually, all those guys are better than Pete is individually. I'm not knocking Pete, I but he's, just, he's not a superstar. I don't want to get in the argument of who's better individually. Well, well why, uh, that matters. But yeah, why not? I don't. I mean, it's a conversation. No, you think he is? Gonna get off tra- we're going to get off track to say, is this guy definitively better than this guy? Here's the bottom line to know about Pete. 50 home run potential, guaranteed 40 home runs, mm-hmm. and 100 uh, plus RBIs. You put him in a loaded lineup like these other guys can do and get some protection behind him. By the way, he, who's he had behind him? Robinson Cano, Jeff McNeil, and then praying that a 20-year-old catcher can come in the league and slug the ball over the fence. That's, that's Pete Alonso's protection. That's great. Right. Anyway, but I don't want to get into who he's that. I'm talking about the leadership aspect of this. He is a leader. Go well, and, no, no way, he's, he's not, not, though. He's not, he's Andrew. Not, he's Andrew. Not, Andrew. He's Andrew, 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 he's not. He's not a leader. He's a great what? player. He's, you know, I'm telling you, he's not. He's he's, he's a, great... a leader in his own right, Sal. No, no, there. Mm. You're either a leader or you're not. And thank you for the call. Maybe in his own mind, there could be various forms of leadership. Right. Everybody's different. I, but... And I, I agree with that. I, if I had to rank the leadership on the Mets, there's two guys: Nemo and Lindor. I think Lindor's closer than Pete is. Pete is the better player. I, I'm not. Nobody's arguing that. I think he's a great player. Now he's not as good as some of the other guys. You want to say he doesn't have a protection? Fine. This is not to me about Pete's performance on the field. No, it's no. about them lacking something in that clubhouse. And for some reason, Lindor hasn't fully taken the leadership reins where it's clearly his team. And he's and, not, dude. He's he's thirty one. He's he's not going to change now. I remember too. There was stuff about you know Kipnis years ago saying that. Lindor oh yeah, was not that's a right. That was last year. I think that came and, out. And re, and remember the stuff about the thumbs down thing. Where of he course. was he was. Fu- 
Lindor was following Javi Baez. I know, lead. I know. That's, that's not a leader. At least if it was the other way around, you could yes. say, all right, he was leading. Now he was ill-intentioned in his leadership uh, style. And, or, but, but yeah, like he was following. Yeah, he was that, following that's, a bad that's thing. That's the exact opposite of a leader who's following a stupid thing. Yeah. Now he's learned from Immature. it. You know, he has. And, and I yeah, love Lindor. And, and I, think he's a, I think he's a good teammate. I think he's a good player. Yep. I, the thing I love most about this Mets team is that Pete and Lindor play every single day. That they're they're very good players who play every single day. So I like that, but they're not that leader that Nimmo is. Now you want to say you don't need that? Different argument. You want to say, well, I care more about who's going to protect Pete than who's going to be le-. fine. I think they need a leader because of what they've been through, because of the immaturity that I've seen. Whether it be the thumbs down thing, whether it be you know Pete humping the guardrail or just. <laughs> Sometimes saying stupid stuff. Like, Imagine Aaron Judge doing that. that no, you can't. Now, why? Guardrail. Why? They're both players. Imagine Jeter doing that. N- no. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, that's a great point, actually. And just people say, about, I'm laughing, but just think about Aaron. Imagine Judge doing that. Going to town on a guardrail. And if he did, what would you say? Now, maybe I'd it's call not him the an big, idiot. Yeah, maybe it's not the biggest deal in the world. Be like, what the hell is yeah, he doing? Yeah, no, I, 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 I'd call him out. It just, and it's not just one thing. It doesn't make him a bad person. It doesn't mean he's a bad player, but yep. those things, you're right. It just shows a lack of maturity there. See, ideally, you've got a leader like Nimmo who who plays the right way, but maybe is not quite the emotional spark that resonates with everybody. I'll tell you a guy that I've got high hopes for. We have Alvarez? Even yes. Yeah, I agree. He could be that guy. Yes. Who did he hit that three-run home run against? I remember watching him come around first base, and he's... Was it a yep. pinch hit? Pumping his fist. He's had some big ones. Pumping I know he's had a couple. His, yeah, flexing, his flexing and firing his arms. And that place was going. Matter of fact, it was a promo for Met season tickets that I used to see on SNY. You know, come see the kids or the fire is back or whatever little slug they had attached to the energy of the kids. It was palpable. I'm like, there you go. Now, you need more than that. Obviously, he's too young. Yes. But he could be one of those guys. Yes. That could be along a core group, maybe led by Nimmo, but Alvarez being a leader as well. I think so. No, Gary Carter was a leader, too, to a certain extent. But it was Keith's. He was the captain. Yeah, because Gary wasn't one of the boys. And All right, well. No, no. It, it was a form of leadership that everybody respected, but it wasn't. Keith was the conduit. Yeah. He could be both. Yeah, he yeah. could be like Gary at well times. Said. He could be one of the boys. Well said. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Oh, yeah. You 
love this one. Love LL. I love this one too. I have his. I don't have yeah. all LL's albums, but his greatest hits album, and this is oh, definitely one of them. Good stuff. BT and Sal on the fan. All right, I got a question for. You. Are you afraid of heights? First of all, yes. Like deathly or increasing with age on the scale of no, fear. No, where I've, are you? I've always been deathly afraid of heights. Okay. Uh, I wasn't at all, and then suddenly it started creeping up. I noticed, like, Disney, certain rides, I'm like, oof. Like, just, I yeah. noticed things were starting to creep into my life. Where Have I'm you like, done I guess, any at Disney? I've done them all. Like, Tower of Terror? I've done them all. I've done them and all. And that doesn't, like... No, but you know what? I think it hit me when I was going over the Golden Gate Bridge. This is when it first... On, on bicycle. On, on a bicycle. I'm like, whoa. I just... The first time... Then this was 12, 13 years ago. Like, I just factored in, like, right. wow, the netting's pretty thin, and look where I am. Like, so that's the first time <laughs> I really took stock hit a, of... Hit a little rock or something. Yeah. Be, yeah. And Jen and I were on a tandem bicycle. I was Ooh. doing all the work. It was brutal. Anyway, <laughs> so the uh, I saw something during the break here on social media. There is a guy, Kevin Schmidt, mm-hmm. in South Dakota. Beautiful state, by the way. Mm-hmm. Very underrated Never state. Been. Beautiful. And his job, one of his job is to uh, climb the Sioux Falls Tower and Communications to change a light bulb. No way. Well, I didn't even tell you how high it is. Yeah. I didn't tell you how much he's going to get. Yeah, how much? Well, <laughs> all right, so it is a little more than 1,500 feet straight up in the air. Now, if you're like, well, what does that really feel right. like? Imagine going home plate to the center field wall roughly four times okay. or stacking four, four times. Okay. Think about it. Home plate yeah. to center field, 400 feet right. or 410. Right, right, right. Four, eight, 12, 16. I'm pushing things out. It's okay. an estimate. It's an approximation. For that one thing that takes him, I think he said 13 minutes, he gets $20,000. Wow. You wouldn't do it? Oh, I could use some help right now, but still, dude. How does he do it? Is he harnessed in? Uh, well, if, uh, yeah, he's harnessed in. But you got to climb or you got you oh, get he, lifted he, up there? He's climbing. Like it's climbing like it's a ladder. Physically climbing. Oh, no dude, way. I don't know if I could do it for $20 million. <laughs> I think they had the, the looking down at his descent. I honestly don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do it either. Care how much get money it is? Six steps up and be like, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll figure dude, out. I get on a ladder, fit, like put the star on top yeah. of the Christmas tree. Right. You start to look down. Yeah. It's like, uh oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm five feet off the ground. I, I'm with you. And you're tall, too. So yeah. for you to be afraid, yeah, for me, it's, uh, as you know, I'm, I'm very short uh, yes, in comparison. Uh, five seven is that what we settled on? What did yeah, Spike I mean, say you, you were? Oh, according to the internet, I'm five five, I think. Right. According to the internet, I'm five five. Spike says I'm five seven. Reality, I'm five. Nine. Mm, five eight. Five nine with the shoes. Five ten with shoes. I think. Oh, is that what it was? Okay, yeah, five nine you. without shoes. Five Listen, ten I know that people clown my skinny legs and your lack yeah. of uh, verticality. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like look at you as some minuscule figure. I never did before until I started <laughs> I really taking pictures don't. next to you. Post Although them. the picture with my arm around yeah. you it does look like I'm going to stick it in my pocket. Uh, before we finish up with the calls here, yes. one other side note. I, I saw the Mets are showing interest. Did you see these reports? J.D. Martinez. Yeah, so, yep. so here's my question about that. And Andy Martino reported that they're not close to the, quote, deal zone, whatever that may mean, mm-hmm. okay? It's not going to happen, but whatever. They, they're showing Why is it, it not going to happen? I, I just don't believe it's going to happen. Here, but here's my question. Okay. If Should happen. Like, but. if you want the player. Yep. Just get him, dude. Just get the player. If you want him, get him. So we've heard, well, what's been the number one reason that you've heard that the Mets didn't want to do uh, The budgetary reason. They had about 10 or $11 million set apart. Well, and, uh, that was one. Well, that was the what's, main thing. Well, what's the other one? I don't know. Oh, well, Vientos getting correct. at-bats. You either want to get Vientos at-bats at DH or you want a real DH. Mm-hmm. Now, there are other ways you can make Vientos. He can DH a little bit. He could also play some third base. He's a young kid. Give him a glove. Now, you know what the problem to that is? Right. He's not a third baseman. No, he's not. Right. So that's that's where we have a real problem here. 
that they have somebody that's not a baseball player that they're pretending is a baseball player. Young kid who doesn't have a position to play defensively, so he's going to force it, be forced into DH. However, then just ignore, stick to what you're saying. You're saying you want to see what the young guys are, right? Yeah. Then, then do that. Don't flirt with J.D. Martinez if you're telling me that you want Vientos to be the DH. Now, I'd rather have J.D. Martinez, but I wouldn't flirt with Vientos or, or give you the idea of, oh, Vientos needs to get at-bats. Which one is it? It's so weird, dude. Just just get the guy in camp. Would you please? I saw this last night. Like, the Mets are entertaining the notion of having a conversation with J.D. Martinez. Wow. That's incredibly inspiring. How about you take it a step past it? You have a conversation, and the conversation goes like this. We need you. We need somebody behind Pete. Come to New York and help us out. See, to me, it's it, – it, and the, the budget, like, I do believe, and I, I saw this – I saw the – where did I sit? Maybe Andy somewhere – where it was in the last day or so. Maybe that was part of this article. I don't mm-hmm. know. So much stuff going around with, with baseball. I'm up to my neck with it. But it was along the lines of if there was something, it may have been this, that would radically improve the Mets offense right. they, that he, that they would do. And it. That he Cohen, said that. Yeah. Okay, that Cohen would do it. I believe that, right? But stop measuring the literal nature of what he might do. Wow, he's 35, 36. Is, what kind of year is he going to have? Dude, he's a World Series champ. He's a six-time All-Star. He's got three silver sluggers. He's got a RBIs, even if he gives you 70 RBIs, okay? The conversations and the learning and the wisdom that he's going to impart on not just Vientos, but all the young kids in that locker room, it's invaluable. And you got to get a veteran DH. And they're going, it's embarrassing. They're going based off of, well, he projects to give us this. Oh, Viento projects to give us that. I saw the projections and, for and for the, Well, whatever. And the cost. Like, that's what they have. I don't know this, but well, that's what they have to be thinking. Welcome to David Stearns' world. Yeah, well, my question is, do you want a DH? Do you think you need a DH? And if so, they're available. Just go get one. If not, what are you doing here? That's, that's the issue. Like, I've resigned to the fact that they're not getting a DH. Whatever. Uh, it's not what I would do. But, okay, fine. You want to see Vientos? Fine. But then how, like, I don't understand the how mixed they mixed messaging, be- you mean. Sal, I know there's a lot of med issues, like the rotation's not that mm-hmm. good, and the Buck stuff from yesterday, and Men- Mendoza, first-year manager, all the stuff with Pete, I get it. If I, I truly mean this, like, because I, I can compartmentalize a lot of the stuff and right. a lot of the things I can rationally separate, like, my fandom, if I'm a Mets fan, my fandom from what maybe is a bit more of a practical view. If I was a Mets fan right now, I would be absolutely out of my mind livid if they start the season without a veteran DH. That is unacceptable, that is pathetic, and that is a loser mentality. I think it makes it worse being that most Mets fans probably resign themselves to the fact that it's not going to happen. And now, oh, well, the Mets are interested in J.D. Martinez. And then you saying, well, they're nowhere near the deal zone. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. You know you need somebody. You, you acknowledge that you you want somebody, and you're going to hold back for whatever you know, few million bucks that it may be. John is calling from Edison, New Jersey. What's up, John? Hey, how you guys doing? I enjoy your show. Thank you, John. How are Thanks, you? Bud. Uh, you know, I'm listening to this conversation about Alonzo today, and I just had to call that. You know, I hear him referred to as the uh, as a as a teddy bear, a frat boy, and his lack of leadership. You know, he he's noted around the league as being soft. He gets hit. His teammates get hit, and he doesn't want to do anything about it. He says, I, I may hurt somebody. You know, Pete, you want to be a leader. You need to take care of that for you and your teammates. And one more thing, Pete, the LGFM, you got to lose the F. Be professional, mature a little bit, and you know what? It was let's go Mets long before you got here. It'll be let's go Mets when you're long gone. Yeah, and, 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 John... I'm, a, and, I, and I'm an Alonzo fan. 
Me too. Me too. I, I know that people don't. And thank you for the call, John. Good call. Me too. But that doesn't mean that you can't critique some of the things that have gone on here. And that that was also an issue where he's going live on SNY saying LFGM. I was watching that. Like, I remember that. On, it was dude. during the week. I remember seeing that. And yep. again, I'm not like, like okay, whatever. Curse. No, like, but there, there are, listen, we're adults. There are kids. I mean, you know, I know that things have changed. You can see things on social media. Uh, most etiquette and, and the way people comport themselves is completely up in flames. And he didn't just say sadly LFGM. Oh, I know. He, he dropped said, the actual That's bomb. what I mean. Like, I was watching it live. Yeah. I remember. It was awkward, and, uh, you know, I don't know. I, 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 trust me, dude. I mean, you and I curse a lot off the right. air. I'm not trying to right. pretend I'm anything that I'm not. I, it's always been a part of my life. I mean, I do, you know, around it's, the kids, I try to be smart and stuff. I, I do, but, you know, I you grow up cursing. Grow up cursing in Brooklyn. It's kind of how you talked a little bit. So I have no problem with it, but it's just another example of, like, it's, an, it's just an awkward injection. I don't know. And that's exactly. It was an awkward injection, and in that spot, you have to be professional. There's a time and place for it. That's just not it, and it's in line with some of the other stuff that he's Here's done. when you do it. Remember when he, uh, I think they've done more than one, certainly with Craig, <clears throat> the comedy hour, uh, they had right, a comedy show with Pete. With yeah, you got a couple of drinks in, you're at the mic, you tell a joke. That's when you drop it in front of 500 people. Podcast. Yes. Go out there and, and have some fun with it. Uh, Lawrence is calling from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. What's up, Lawrence? This whole conversation about Brandon Nimmo being the captain of the Mets, like this is such a dire situation as a, as a Mets fan. Like this is really the conversation we're having. Like you need a leader when you have a direction. They're, we're not going anywhere. Like where's he going to lead us to? Like fourth place? Like the, the team sucks. And, uh, and, and it's, worse, it's worse now than it was before we had Cohen because at least, at least before we had no hope. And, uh, and now we have hope and it's, it's, it's misconstrued. And it's disgusting. It's disgusting. No. We're, a top market, we're a top market team. We have all this money. We can't get our stuff together to put a respectable team out there. Look at our roster. Look at our roster. Garbage. We're, we're going to win 60, 70 games this year. We're, and we're worried about a leader. Let's worry about other things, right? Mm. Let's worry about winning some games. The team sucks. The team's going to suck all year. I'm signed up. I'm locked in. It's not, Lawrence, it's not as bad. I understand the frustration, and thank you for the call, and we appreciate you taking the time to call, of course, and, and listen. It's not as bad as you're making it seem. Now, I think it's bad. Yeah, well, he I said do. 60-something games, and the team sucks. Well, see, that is, no, that 60 is a little low. Oh, but Pocota projections has, and, then, and again, what does this mean? Nothing, but they have them projected to be a wild-card team. Like, you could make the case that the Mets could be a wild-card team. Here's one thing that I do want to say there, outside of the overall picture of where this team is going to be. All right. They're... It's not just, oh, where's he going to lead us to fourth place? No. He can show you how to play the game the right way, how to be a professional. That's what you want. That's what I want to see from the leader. Lead by example on and off the field and show these guys how to be professional, selfless players that can come together for the betterment of the team's success. Yeah, Um you know, one thing, it's funny, so much of this has fallen on Pete because, you know, obviously he doesn't have a contract, but you know what, what's a, a big issue that kind of gets brushed over because he does put up pretty good numbers when it's all said and done? I got news for you. I don't want to see I don't see Lindor wait until it gets warm out to actually start hitting because mm-hmm. this team is not good enough for Lindor to just coast and, you know, hit 190 in May and uh, 247 in April. And, Get a bad first couple of months. Uh, it's been like this every year. I mean, dude, you wanna, you're supposed to be a star player. Come out of the gate on fire well, for that's, once. That's one of the things, though, about being productive as far as this team being good. They need him to 
produce the entire year. I mean, they're just not. That's what I'm saying. That's it's. Yes. I get it. Well, it's different than the the leadership thing. No, no, yeah. this is about playing. Right. I, I right. kind of jumped uh, abruptly there. Right. No, I'm not talking about the leadership. I'm talking about if the Mets are going to be a wild card team like you think they could be. I don't see it at all. Uh, but you know, baseball's random, and you never know. And hopefully, they are good. Hey, you know, he's got to be alone for the ride for 162, not get hot when they're buried. And everybody says, wow, look at the good year Lindor had. How about one through 162, you actually get it done? John is calling from Bayonne. What's up, John? I like what you just said, but it comes down with Pete Alonso. He's selfish, greedy, thinks about himself, and he's not better than Judge. Now, Judge won the home run derby. Did he go back the next year? No, but Pete Alonso had to go back. John, let me ask you a question. I'm going to defend Pete here because, you know, I I get it. It's a tough conversation, but unnecessary slander is not cool. How? Why why is he greedy? I'm going to stand up for Pete. He wants – it's all about him. How do you know? He's a leader. How do you know? How do you know it's all about him? Well, what what did he do the next year? He got in the home run derby. So what? Yeah, so what? So what? Down to, he thought he wanted, hey, guess what? He wants to keep on winning it. Okay. No, but hold on. But, but John, John, wait, John, John. Oh, John, hold on one yeah. sec. But John, hold on. I would, I would accept what you're saying with more credence if, like, Bobby Abreu years ago won the Derby and came back and hit 203 or whatever and had three home runs. It doesn't adversely affect his performance. So what's the problem? Okay, here's the problem. Guess what? What if he gets hurt in the home But he hasn't derby? gotten hurt yet. Okay, okay, good. So what's the home run derby? Is that when you were Oh, just stop what's with that? this stupid-ass <laughs> home run derby. John, all I'm saying is you call up and you say one of the – and, again, I, I would trade him, but i got to be fair. You know, one of the better performers in our city is greedy and selfish, and the things that you hang your hat on are asinine and childish and and, and largely non-existent. Now, there's going to be some tough conversations about Pete Alonso moving forward. we got to keep it correct. we got to be fair to the man. Yeah, I, That's I, ridiculous. I, I agree that he's not greedy. And, look, he may want the most money. That's fine. That's we all right. do. i got news of, for of you. Of course. So did Brandon Nimmo. So it, they, Nimmo did that as well. I'm not saying that you can't want the most money. Uh, I'm not even saying he's a selfish player. That's not my biggest issue. My biggest issue is that I think there's a, a lack of maturity that is on display there, which prevents him from being a true leader of this team. And that's a different conversation. That's why I, I'm not trying to attack the last right. caller. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, listen, you call him, you say whatever you want. But that's that's bordering on unfair and irresponsible. Pete's not that guy. Pete's flawed. He's also talented. But he's not what that last caller depicted. And it's also not the reason why we're saying that maybe they have to trade him. Agreed. There's other reasons there as well. All yep. right. We'll get back to some of the football ahead of the Super Bowl in the next couple of days. Thanks to everybody who listened. Thanks to everybody who called. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks to Dove. Thanks to Hoff as well. Evan and Tiki, they're coming up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 